0: Uh, what does innovation mean to you? Innovation is the thing that drives global economy and global progress forward. Cool. And uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, Let's go to success. What mm. is your definition of success? Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, that's why I started with that Yes, one. yes. <laughs> uh, let me give you... The example to explain my my view on success so back then i was i was discussing with a pretty successful stockbroker in serbia and he mentioned some successful people and they all uh were earning a lot of money and having a lot of money investments and so on so on and i said listen i know a few guys who are medical doctors surgeons who are earning something that you ate uh, at your lunch today with your client for a month and they save like 100 lives per month. Are they successful or not? I think yes. And he was like, yes, you're, you're right. Uh, so measure of success is basically for me is what do you, uh, do you achieve towards your goals? And, uh, it's achieving the, the, the state of fulfillment. No matter where material or uh, professional or artistic level is, if you feel fulfilled, then you're successful. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a loser philosophy, but I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, I think this, is, this is basically related to the measure of happiness. Are you generally happy in your life or not? And this is, this is how, you, how you feel fulfillment, success, and, and everything else.
1: Cool. When you're uh, giving employment to somebody uh, and you can choose between MBA or a hustler,
0: what would you choose and why? Depends on the need I need to fulfill with this employment, the role of this, this employee. Can you give me an example of one <laughs> and the other one? Uh, yes so my current employee in, in, in generally what's uh, what's viewed generally as a boring industry it's insurance business it's a risk business and but also, also all types of, of risks and uh, if I need to have someone who needs to speak with the corporate clients you know and to Try to persuade them to use our services, to open some doors, etc. But targeting those 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 society, then I would go with the MBA person. And uh, if we are targeting the other the other audience that needs to needs to hear us, then I would I would choose someone someone else. But general um, philosophy that I'm using that is assessing of. Uh, of the person, how the person would generally fit the team, no matter the qualification. So it's around the attitude to our work, it's around personal motivation, and uh, achievements so far. Again, it's not a matter of money, it's not only academical, but achievements or ambitions. So maybe we hire someone straight from the university or without university. Uh, It's an ambition, but... Uh, that is, and the goals that are set objectively, in in relation to to what we want to achieve, you know. Yeah. So I'm I'm fully supporting someone who has the ambition to have to earn I don't know 10 million before 30. Fine, that's doable, but that's not for my uh, position because currently I'm in corporate business and you need to have a type of the person that can fit the corporate business. And again, to fulfill the need that we have.
1: While we're still on this game of quick and tricky questions, Uh, I would ask you to give me one word, uh, most important personal trait in business. In one word.
0: Adaptability. Hmm, cool. (laughs) (laughs) There there is another one that, that my... Close friend likes as 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 well. Close uh, friend that I met on MBA. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sustainability.
1: Okay. Cool.
0: Mm. And again,
1: one word, but the personal mm-hmm. uh, question. Biggest motivation. Success
0: equals happiness. Cool. Read a book or listen to the podcast. Both, unfortunately, not that I would like to. Okay. And uh, traditional values as well. <laughs> 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 but also the modern one. Yeah. Okay.
1: And can you name your uh, pro- uh, favorite book? Mm. It, it doesn't have to be business or. No, just I know. A- I
0: know, I know. Uh, again, a traditional one. Maybe Waiting for Godot.
1: Oh, cool. That's nice.
0: So, uh, this
1: is Chair, place where we discuss innovations. And uh, today, uh, we're going to talk about insurance. And it's an ancient industry. But InsureTech has recently came into spotlight of... Like, one of the most interesting innovations is starting to rise in in InsureTech, right? Uh, On this subject... My pleasure here today. Uh, I have to talk with uh, Radisa Osmović, head of Central and Eastern Europe and Turkey in WW... WTW or, or, or Willie Towers Watson. <laughs> uh, so, at the beginning, tell me your story. How come that
0: you are here today and what preceded, What What came before that? So... At this moment, I feel that I'm kind of split personality between entrepreneur and uh, straight corporate person. Uh, So So uh, that's why you're not wearing a tie. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, So I started uh, my career straight from the university. I have a finance and accounting background and I started uh, my business journey in Economics Institute in Belgrade, uh, working some... uh, Uh, capital assessments, uh, business plans, uh, improvements of uh, finance with our uh, clients, uh, also heavily engaged in privatization process that was a hot topic uh, in the years when I start my my career. And uh, after five years uh, spent there, I transformed my career towards the fund management. So I earned some license that was uh, pretty rare at that time. So I was offered a pretty cool job to run an investment fund as a fund manager. Uh, Everything started great. However, the great uh, crisis on mortgage-backed securities from USA have a heavily impact on our market in Serbia, on stock market. And then I decided to stay within the investments but to to move towards the private investments and concrete projects so then uh, i start my uh, journey with uh, a roaming group uh, i recognized the, their need to diversify their businesses outside of their uh, core business that they were it was a cash cow at that moment but the owner realized that it won't last forever and he cleverly chose some some fields so i was the guy investigating the business opportunities look at the viability, um, look at the risks associated to it, and if um, the opportunity is right and we start to pursue it today, now as a person to coordinate all the stakeholders, to negotiate with the banks, to set up the financial plans, etc. So it was quite interesting. And uh, one day a friend of mine told me about the insurance brokers. I was like... What's that? <laughs> <New> <laughs> word, I, right? Yes, yes. Then I dig <laughs> dig a bit, uh, uh, did my did my analyst research, and I was like, "Wow, this is not a bad opportunity at all." So I presented the business plan. We started based on this plan. We started a small insurance brokerage within Roaming Group, and uh, a few years later, we ended up as a member of Savoie, which was at that moment the largest uh, French broker, French international broker who was later acquired by Will Stars Watson. And we are now the third broker in the world uh, in the financial uh, and insurance industry.
1: Can you tell me what are you working right now? What are the, uh, uh, like, let's say, pillars of of the company of WTW and uh, you will come to that how you innovate in such a
0: huge system? Will stars Watson uh, recognized uh, the need to connect all risk-associated businesses into one, and uh, so I like to say that this is about, our business is about advising on risks and on people. So the, the risk associated to material assets and to some liabilities, etc. so this is more on insurance, on what people recognize in, as, as insurance. But uh, also, uh, WTW recognized the need uh, to help our clients with strategically approach toward their people. So it's uh, about how you uh, engage your people, how you get the maximum out of them, and how you reward them. Uh, and uh, also, we, we also have a business line that is related to the uh, total remuneration and also on. Uh, Uh, managing the pension funds and investment funds related to uh, employees in U.S. and in U.K. So... uh, In Serbia, in Serbia, (laughs) straightforward insurance brokerage only, which relates to, as I mentioned, the material risks, but also insurable uh, benefits for the employees.
1: So what would you say, uh, since you have that many countries... Uh, uh, under you that that you're uh, uh, practically managing it. What would you
0: say it's your like biggest focus? Well, first uh, Pers- your personal. Yes, my personal focus is trying to understand and manage uh, myself, my employees, and my clients. My, not my company's clients, and that can be achieved also by by putting it together, uh, including the technology and innovation. So how you innovate, that's uh, my question for you, uh, since you yes. know, uh, uh,
1: we, are, we, are, we are coming to that part that is important, for, that is uh, like core of our conversation and uh, obviously you are part of huge corporation, how many employees do you have globally? 45,000. So, enormous company, right? And uh, when you're looking like that, and you're looking the industry, we're talking about insurance that is like 300, 300 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Industry. Uh, how come that you can innovate at all? And uh, how you innovate,
0: because of course you're innovating. Uh, I, as I said at the beginning, I see innovation as a main uh, driver for progress in general, and also business progress. So if you don't innovate, your business will die because others will innovate. This is the first thing. Okay, maybe you can be a fast follower for everything, but uh, eventually you won't earn that much money and you will be eaten by a company that uh, innovates uh, more. This is, I think this is the big game and it used to be also a big game. Uh, But now... uh, I think we often forgot what innovation is. So for me, innovation is, uh, it can be interpreted in two ways. One is an important improvement can be also innovation. And the other one is uh, trying to uh, put some uh, new way of, doing things or maybe doing completely new things that doesn't exist. This is what real innovation is. And it's not only about the digital because nowadays the people when you're talking about innovation they're like always thinking about some apps, about some Some technology. technology No, it doesn't need to be that way. And maybe from our industry, from insurance industry, uh, maybe the best example about innovation is a cyber risk insurance. So let's say Fifteen years ago, there was no cyber risk insurance. Uh, Why? It's related to the internet and the great expansion of the internet usage within corporates and large and medium businesses. And with the internet, uh, uh, with this expansion, uh, you have the exposure towards the, the cyber risks arose. So at one moment, uh, insurers recognized that there are there is a need to cover this risk. So the innovation was to put together an insurance policy, the text of insurance policy, that at that moment started to cover something that no Resistance one no before, one yeah. covered before, no one was thinking about that at all. So this is a great example. No technology included at, at all in the in the innovation itself. So. By the definition, you need to understand what is the pain, and you need to try to get the right solution to the pain. And now we have the, we have the totally opposite around cyber insurance. It's, it's very hard, hard to find it on the, on the market because uh, the capacities of insurers, uh, because of their capital, uh, capital adequacy and the, uh, uh, the share that they want to allocate to cover those risks, are completely uh sold out to the clients and you there are a lot of clients that you can't cover with cyber risk at this moment um i want to come back to
1: mm-hmm. that that how you innovate in such a uh, huge yeah, yeah. company because it's usually associated when you talk when we talk about innovation it's associated with, with the agile approach and to stay uh, uh, to be fast um and on the other hand, you're part of the huge system.
0: How that system can support you to be innovative? Uh, the lack of corporates in general is that uh, they tend to be structured, very much structured, process-oriented in terms of innovation. And sometimes the idea, even if it's extremely good, it takes time for the idea to grow, to go through the corporate to the decision makers. And you can lose time on the market, right? Uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, on the other hand, uh, if the corporate wants to execute on innovation, I think they are now much faster uh, compared to startups. They have resources, they have exactly. a position, they have exactly. brand, right? Not just money, they have also uh, uh, quality resources of all, all, all business functions from marketing, finance, uh, development, uh, business development, uh, IT development, whatever, you have the right people there. You have the uh, funds ready. And if the company decides to execute, it's going to be very fast. And then they will very soon find out, is it the uh, product or service that is uh, good for the market? And market accepts it or not, so this is this is uh, uh, the philosophy is don't be afraid uh, to 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 lose, go forward and do it fast, and find out are you are you successful or not. This is so we Basically have startup mentality, right? Yes, but again, from the, when you start from the very beginning, if this is uh, just an improvement, a small thing, it can be easily done within the corporate but if it's uh if it's uh changing the 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 rule of games to another level or 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 introducing completely new product or service uh, then it goes through uh, a path that is structured and uh, for example in our company we have uh uh, initiative called Horizons that is uh, done annually, so there is a structure around it. So officially, they open up, you know, application period, etc., etc. People uh, are putting their ideas either individually or they are putting it uh, within some teams. Not necessarily the teams that are sitting together, but people who who know who know something about the topic that they want to know it, and. Uh, uh, After that is completed, the application period, then we have a structured uh, set of sessions when we have some coaches who are uh, pretty much uh, good on guiding those teams towards the investment cycle, let's call it like that, investment cycle within innovation. Uh, So they they go back to the... uh, founders of the idea and asking them okay can you define what is the pain can you define how you uh, did you did you assess the, the 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 market right did you test your hypothesis on the market how did you do it etc so the whole methodology around around how the startups basically functioning and the investment uh, development is functioning uh, then we have then we have uh, three circles of narrowing the ideas. Then we also have a democratic votes from our colleagues and then I think five uh, best marked uh, uh, ideas are sent to the board and board decides uh, which ideas they want to invest or not.
1: Are there any initiatives that got funded and got successful? Yes, yes,
0: yes. yes. Uh, WTW uh, last year launched uh, most innovate most number of innovative products on the insurance market for example we also were the first company who uh, provided the uh, blockchain solutions in insurance uh, so there are lot of lot of things that are that are there that are already functioning uh, there are also the ideas who went dead of course so they didn't uh, that, they didn't startups, uh, pass right? pass the test of the market yeah. of course of course yes but this is this is the the startup in a structured way within the corporate. And we are not the only company doing the same. This is the replication of of general how the corporates want to invest uh, these days. So they they all bring some resources to investments in improvements and also investments into the innovation.
1: You just mentioned like uh, a judgment of the market, right? And uh, I want to ask you about insurance market in particular, are there any disruptors there? Are there any companies that came and offered something completely
0: different? Yes, yes. yes. Can you share like, some examples? Yes, like in every market. So maybe to give some some uh, uh, examples from the US market, from European market, those are different markets, uh, insurance yeah, can is a imagine, spe- yeah. specific need. Uh, some markets no, no, in every market basically you have the obligatory insurances so if you want to register your heart you need to buy MTPL insurance this is motor third party liability insurance uh, but some markets are creating the needs for insurance by I don't know banking practice by law practice uh, by uh, civil suits etc this is creating the demand over the insurance and uh maybe first good example would be the lemonade insurance. So they started as a startup, uh, and they understood the pain with the average consumer buying insurance for their house, and liability of their house and family. And they said, okay, you have uh, traditional insurance policies, one A4 page, or maybe two, but there are terms and conditions like in 20 pages, small letters, etc. And you start reading and I don't know, you're in paragraph 5. And I said, uh, in paragraph 2, you need to do this, then paragraph 10, etc. So for the average consumer, it's impossible to understand the insurance terms and conditions.
1: Yeah, in whole, how in, it's in interconnected. Yes.
0: And those guys said, okay, let's simplify. Two A4 pages this is covered this is not covered full that's stop. it full stop and of course then you have the distribution channels and everything but the pain was we want a simple insurance policy that average person can understand and put a decision do they want to buy it or not to buy it so this was the pain was uh, overburdened with the information that you can't process and understood insurance yes, is a very specific language it's a mixture of uh, uh, legal language and economic language yeah. so so for everyday people it's like yes so it's i'm i'm the economist or business administration uh, type of type of type of person and again when i have something that is new in insurance i can't understand everything there are always some specific terms related to some specific niche in legal or whatever. So it's very, very hard to to have a a full understanding. That's why our brokers for, by (laughs) the way, because we do insurance every day, uh, 24 seven or 24 seven, by working hours. And we have a specialist for different types of insurances. So who can specialize and know much about the specific line of of insurance. Um, And I like the second very, very good example, which is quite fresh. Uh, this is a company called WeFox. They are a German-origin company, and maybe you, you got that they are now a uh, sponsor of uh, football club Milan, who won the Scudetto. <laughs> very good so, marketing yeah, investment. They saw it in front really? Yes, yes. Um, they started from German market, and they... Understood that there is no uh, digital distribution of the insurance at the German market that would fit in the market. So again, every German don't want as as American don't want to to look at the the, the uh, terms and conditions and to try to understand etc. Every German uh, consumer would like to have insurance advisor who can call and this advisor can explain everything that this person wants to know about insurance so this is, is
1: like specific for germany or this specific is specific for
0: europe um depends from country to country but in general yes this is european european culture you want to have your insurance agent this is this is or bro- broker or whatever distribution channel but it's it's around the advisory around insurance so your perception is this is the, the, the person who knows a lot or for you, everything about the insurance. And when I want to know anything about the insurance or I have some claim, damage, whatever, I'm picking up a phone, calling my friend agent, and this friend agent helped me with everything. Okay. So the founder of, of, of VFOX, uh, his father worked in insurance industry for 35 years and he uh, uh, he understood from his father that the pain is not in the customer. Customer is satisfied. He picks up the phone. He has his agent. Agent. Agent, right? agent answers every single question, uh, resolves problems, etc. You know, so there's no pain. They don't want to change. It. They don't want to go online, look, read, decide, etc. No, no. Hi, my friend. Please help me find NTPL policy or I don't know house po- house pol- household policy or whatever. Uh, But he understood that there is another type of pain. And this is the pain of the agent. Pain of distribution channel. This person, when he receives the call from the customer, needs to go to several insurance companies asking for the same same, uh, offer, quotation.
1: For policy, right? For
0: one, to satisfy the need of his client. But he receives different terms and conditions from different insurance companies he's like i now need to spend yeah. the whole day you know to comparing change. everything yeah. you know okay this is the i don't know the limit of the policy this is the deductible so i'm now speaking uh, insurance language uh, <laughs> and that's then why, that's why i started started
1: losing you yeah so. yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> i was just i was just trying to, to trying to 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 transfer where the pain is you know now yeah. he needs to translate all specific insurance language to an ordinary person who doesn't understand this language, but he needs to look at uh, a lot of different uh, terms of and, and, and conditions. And what this startup did, they understood what the pain is. They created a platform for the agents. So the agents are sending their request for quote on the platform. The platform is automatically contacting uh, insurers and collecting in real time Basically, there are engines who are doing the calculations in behind for all the all the insurers sending the info an agent can have really click, quickly concrete offer, offers from different insurers with comparison. So, so what, they the them, what they took them, what they took one day now they have it in a matter of minutes. Oh, my dear friend, no worries. I can do it. Stay online. I have two or three offers to recommend. This is the difference, etc. He understands everything and he solves, he solves the, the, his pain. And on top of that, they also introduced the insurance company that were using the data from the requests. To create policies, right? To do the underwriting policy. Because uh, in insurance business, you need to assess the risks, right? So this is the actuary part of the work. So actuaries are calculating what is the probability of event to happen. And based on the loss records, based on on different uh, sources of information, you try to guess the probability and then you set up a price that is enough for you. If you collect enough insurances, you will collect enough funds to cover all the claims and to have some profit. And they created an engine there for their own insurance, insurance company. Very successful, the fastest uh, growing insurtech uh, company in, in Europe. Sounds so easy. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> to go back to Lemonade, yes. right? Yes.
1: Uh, uh, they basically simplified and based on simplification, they created a new business model, right? Yes. yes. Uh, uh, how come that they actually did that? Uh, uh, as I understand, you know, you mentioned... Uh, uh, financial language and uh, legal. legal language and that's some, sometimes especially for example for the uh, uh, for the stock market mm-hmm. usually they have so many different lingo right that can drive away regular people and in insurance industry there is so many lingo that is driving away people how come that they came first with this problem and solve this problem what
0: how they saw that opportunity to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I can only I can only guess. I yeah. can only guess. Um, it usually starts with your own personal pain. So like most probably, right? most probably, this 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 founder had uh, the problem with the insurance for his mortgage, and he was like, "What the hell is this? This is twenty pages. You know, I don't understand thing." if you want a loan for your mortgage, please sign it. He was like, I don't know what I'm signing. Please sign it. You know, we need to we need to close the deal. Okay, I'll sign it. And he was like, but I don't know what's insured. And maybe he suffered some claim that he thought that it was covered, but it turns out that it's not. So, uh, insurers are fair, but strict. So, everything is written into terms and conditions. Okay, sometimes there is if they are not precisely set, there is a uh, room for interpretation. But everyone likes to exclude the interpretation from the insurance terms and conditions. Because it's a liability, right? Not liability, but they are not certain uh, are they are going to pay the claim or not. So they're like, okay, this is something I'm ready to cover and if I state it correctly, no terms of interpretation, I will pay it. Yeah, No problem. But if there is a sometimes there is a room for interpretation then you know you have uh, different departments within insurers they are all corporate insurers because it's a highly regulated industry like uh, like a banking insurance is almost the same so you you, there is no one person that can decide there is always a board there is always different opinions etc if it's not clearly stated and then sometimes those cases go to court which everyone wants to wants to avoid Uh, we mentioned InsureTech as as something that is
1: rising and uh, from your perspective what would you say are the like
0: biggest challenges in InsureTech today Um, I think it's how to create disruption to get enough attention uh, and to get people uh, away from the standard distribution channels or uh, so in insurance you need to to treat differently the corporate sector and the let's say consumers so the consumers is 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 one thing this is how you distribute this how you simplify with them some of them wants to do it digital everything you know i i spoke with the founders of uh, greek uh, startup who uh, bought an insurance company and they're styling like crazy so what they they saw the different type of, of 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 pain uh if you want to insure the household you go to their website and in five minutes or even less you can buy a policy okay but you know this is the gps coordinates uh, just a few simple questions. Do you have a flat? Yes. What's the square meterage? What's the uh, exact address? Then they show you the map. This, this, uh, uh, which floor it is. Depending on floods, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Basic information. Then you have a really uh, easy scale. You know what is the sum insured? What you, do you think it's the value of your of your uh, flat? And in five minutes you have the quote. Okay. You said fine. And there is a question. For example, do you have a mortgage? So because if you have a mortgage, uh, it's obligatory by the law to have the insurance policy that covers the, the, the flat. Okay, you, you answer yes. Which bank provide you with the, with the mortgage loan? You choose the bank from the drop menu in Greece. No, You click yes, you buy the policy. They said, we just notified your bank that you have insurance coverage for the period from day today until, let's say, one year whatever it is. So they solve the pain of the people that they need to take the certificate, go to bank, wait in line in bank, put a certificate on the table with stamp, with signature, etc., etc. So, so it's always some, some catchy things for the consumers. For the corporates, it's more around management uh, risk strategy. And management risk strategy is directly linked with the business strategy. And understanding this relationship and understanding uh, different risks that are influencing specific industry is what can uh, create a disruption. So, I mentioned previously the cyber policy. So, the first one who saw that there is a risk connected to the companies. Uh, whose business strategy at that point of time was to invest more in digitalization of their business, in internet-related business, not closed systems, etc., but closed systems also were vulnerable to viruses, etc., but there was no uh, breach of data at that time, etc., etc. It's a different game, Different game, yeah, but they understood the business strategy of their uh, clients and the risk associated with it, and they provided how those risks can be managed. So this is the disruption in the corporate uh, part of the of the game. And you just mentioned earlier the, the
1: data and uh, the company from Germany, how they leveraged mm-hmm. the data that they have. So uh, my next question is regarding... And before that, you mentioned that you guys in WTW use a blockchain uh, for, for certain aspects of insurance. How much... How much is there usage of those emerging technologies when we're talking about the blockchain, AI, big data, especially? I'm sure that. Uh,
0: very good question. Yeah, yeah. very good Where question. Where is it right very now? And, 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 see... a yeah. and a hot topic. And a hot topic. So, on the blockchain, to be honest, I'm not sure that is utilized enough. So, our clients are still not on the scale of their businesses related to the Web3 technologies. And this is what basically prevent us to utilize this uh, innovation more. Uh, But when we are talking about the data and the uh, tools that can process this data and machine learning and uh, uh, artificial intelligence, it is widely used uh, within insurance companies and uh, what WTW is famous for, we employ uh, the highest number of actuaries in the world. We are the company that employs the highest number of actuaries, and those are usually very smart guys. <laughs> 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 Mathematicians, statisticians, uh, IT guys, physicians. <laughs> so, um, and uh, what we create, what we are creating, we are creating softwares uh, that help insurers... To uh, navigate their business strategy and create products that are going to be profitable based on the data that they have. So this is, uh, for example, software that processes the data on the premiums, data on the claims, matches those and said, okay, for example, for Casco policy, you are pricing. that percentage of the value of the car to be insurance uh, policy premium. Are you competitive on the market or not? Maybe you can decrease the premium for, I don't know, 5%, not percent, percent but percent, uh, and uh, increase the volume of total premium, but the claims will not rise that uh, proportionally. So uh, you will have an incremental profit on it. This is just an example. This is a processing of of data. But also, uh, we we are providing the insurers with the automatic uh, uh, quotation uh, softwares. So if there is, let's say, an online platform that sells uh, some type of insurers, every actuarial uh, and underwriting information is set up into our our program, agreed with the strategy with the underwriters of this company. Uh, and uh, client can enter the data and have uh, the offer for insurance in a matter of seconds. Which is in line with the strategy of the of the insurer. So, we as, as as a company, we are we have a division that is acting on behalf of clients, but we also have a consulting division acting on behalf of insurers. Okay, there is a Chinese wall, uh, yeah. of course, but but uh, technology is more used. Uh, now uh, on the side of the uh, insurer. However, uh, we have developed uh, a set of application called Risk uh, Intelligence Central. and uh, we have, we are collecting the data relevant for underwriting and insurance from our clients and we are putting analytics on it, and then we are uh, helping our clients to navigate their uh, risk management strategy. So to put it on a simple language, uh, just an example, if you want to buy, uh, let's say the insurance for, I don't know, property of your uh, factory. You have a factory, factory worth 10 million, whatever. So you, of course want to insure the whole 10 million this is the first thing but you have a different options maybe if you you would like to choose okay i will pay my premium and every damage that is uh, there and it's covered. It's, uh, it's covered fully so i'm not uh, i'm not participating in any claim without my own funds this is called deductible in in insurance and you have, you can create a series of. Uh, if you look at the graph, you can create a series of uh, different combinations of deductible and premium. So the higher the deductible, lower the premium, of course. And uh, this, this is this is where uh, you want to find a different options for your client and help him to choose the exact spot where his strategy is uh, uh, supported. But there is also an optimal. Uh, ratio between the premium and expected deductibles to be paid during this year. So, saving money at the end end of the day.
1: Uh, uh, You just explained to me what you're doing right now using technology and new new approaches, but uh, I want to ask you about the future. What do you see from your position, from your experience? What is the future of Insurance industry what the future looks like what do you think it's going to be different I won't say 5, 10, 15 years from now let's just say some near future that we are going to see some completely new paradigm shift or, or, or some completely new
0: approaches in the insurance industry first thing insurance industry is quite slow when it comes to innovation so we are in generally very slow, uh, but disruptions happen from time to time. Uh, this is not my idea. This I spoke with my former boss, who is now a consultant for InsurTech, to investors, to investors in, in InsurTech, and he said a really clever uh, thought around his view on very near future. And he told to me that he's expecting some of the insurers to uh, be present in Metaverse. So he has a, a, a young two boys who are already there in uh, uh, you know using the VR uh, technology, etc. They're there, you know and it's, it's, it's a real uh, a normal life for them. And if you look how the how everything is progressing, that the people in near future are going to have the avatars that are going to present them in the metaverse. This is where the where the this digital world is is going. There is going to be need to ensure something within metaverse. It sounds stupid at first for me. Then I said, yes, but you know, uh, in uh, let's take the, the 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 blockchain. So I'm not an expert for them, but I read somewhere that there is a lot of theft from the wallets of people of their tokens coins whatever someone needs to ensure it but not that there there are going to be some needs uh, that are going to develop in the next year two or three that are going to be related to the risks in metaverse so i don't know you want to i don't know ensure that uh if someone, I don't know, take you some, let's put it into game, into gamification, someone take your, I don't know, earned coins or some powers or whatever, that you can be sure that if this happened, you can prove that it happened and uh, the system can bring it back, but at certain price, as everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, This is, I think, very, very, very clever way of thinking about the future. And if we look at the speed of... Uh, Innovation and development of everything in the world, it will be there in in, a few years' time.
1: Thank you so much for this. I enjoyed it today.
0: I enjoyed it as well, and I'm really glad that you uh, called me for this uh, really pleasant conversation. Thank you very much.
1: And for you, other next Thursday, next innovation talk, and subscribe, of course. Thank you. 15 sekundi, apsolutna tišina da bi mogu klimu da isoči postati. Dobro, izvini, volim Apsolutna
0: tišina počinje... Super. Ono se vidi kad piješ vodu, nam, tebe.
1: Vidim, nam, ono... Skače, dobro, Dobre, dobro. Znači ti da slimaš
0: uh,
1: na evu? U uh, radio sam da... Ne? ne, mislim on je klo sati, pa ne radimo. Ne, ne, ne radim to više. Ja sam jako zadovoljen. I meni
0: je bilo interesantno. Sad ajde, vidi, to, to je, da, to flow je bio super. Malo sam ja zastao par puta, ali ništa mm, obtereće, ne, ne, no ne. išlo je sve, ok, ja generalno tako pričam, tako da nije... Ne, 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 nije, ne mi se dopalo jako. To sam bio ja. <laughs> to je najbitnije. To je najbitnije. Znači, znači budemo... Ukočeni, znaš. Ne, ne, to stvarno, stvarno, baš sam, baš sam kepi kako, je, kako je bilo. Tako da, ako se budem setio nekoga ko može da ti bude interesantan... Tam... E, fazi, to mi je uvijek zanimljivo.
1: Da. Šta je sad nama? Mi smo sada, gledali smo kad ćemo krenutno sa publishingom. Hmm. Ovo je trenutno u ovom novom setupu druguslov.